Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Welcome to the show, everyone. I hope you're having a great day. Hey, special shout out to Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko, I hope you are continuing to lead on, and I know that you are. Okay, to the 17 countries that listen to this show. First, I have to say, even if there's just one person, which there was, in China, one person listening to the show means so much, not only to me, but to people with disabilities in your own country. However, every single week, Ireland rocks it. Uh, Ireland, I don't know if you realize how many people are starting to listen, but I want to thank you, whoever the uh, disability rights people are in that country. Just you are fantastic. And to our lead sponsor for the past three years, Highmark. Highmark, I always say, sets the Highmark for other companies to follow. They are really all about quality of life for people living with disabilities, as you will hear today, because our guest is Gary Dick, the Chief Information Officer for Highmark and a disability leader in this country. And Gary, it is a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you, Joyce. I'm really excited to be on the show. Uh, Really appreciate your support over the years and and glad to be a part of all you're doing. Well, I am thrilled because anytime I have anyone from Highmark on this show, I am always on top of the world. Listeners around the world, you know, have talked about this before. Highmark is the company that helped me get started. Every CEO has stood behind me. And now here we have Gary Dick, the chief information officer, taking it to an even higher level, as you will see in a few minutes. But Gary, since we do have listeners on a global basis, Let's begin by you telling our listeners a little bit about your background and then what caused you to become interested in a career in information technology. Great. So a little bit about me. I started uh, in school with civil engineering, believe it or not, and spent years getting a civil engineering degree at the University of Pittsburgh and then went on to study business with a master's in business administration. And during that time, became really interested in, in IT. And University of Pittsburgh, through the CAST Graduate School of Business, was offering a new program of management of information systems. So decided to stay at University of Pittsburgh for a little bit longer and pick up a second master's degree in that study. And that really launched me into a career at Bayer in IT, and so started out programming and then eventually got involved in some leadership activities and spent 25 and a half years at Bear, and then in fall of 2013, moved on to Highmark, and so really enjoyed a long career at Bear, and really excited to be at Highmark and all they're doing to, you know, create those remarkable health experiences and, and create a world where everybody embraces health, so it's been a really exciting journey 
in healthcare over the last couple of years. You know what? Some people in their life, Gary, you know, they'll say, oh, you know, I work for these companies. I'm not happy. You know, they weren't good companies, but now I got this good job. You have had this luxury in your life working for two great companies because Bayer, uh, and this is when I knew you, of course, so sad that they are leaving Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. I never would have believed this would happen. Uh, but during the years we were both there, I mean, you were there and I got to know you. Greg Babe, when he became the CEO of Bear, I mean, first of all, he's an outstanding person, great leader, big supporter of uh, both of us. But you must admit that you work for a great company and now you work for a really great company. Yeah, I've been really blessed in that area, Joyce. You know, both Bear and Highmark, you know, great corporate citizens and really encourage their employees to get involved in the community and involved in nonprofits and also trying to make a difference to better the entire, you know, workforce as well as grow and develop their people. So really feel fortunate to work for two really great companies. And as you mentioned, Greg's been a great supporter of my career, and I really view him as a, as a mentor over the years as well. Yes, he is a great person. And I just want to mention when I said sad about Bear leaving. So the headquarters used to be in Pittsburgh. Then it moved to New Jersey, which is where it is now. But Bear uh, in Pittsburgh in two years will not any longer be here. Very sad uh, because let me tell you, not only a stellar company, with the greatest employees, but wow, they gave back so much to this community. It's just hard for me to envision not having Bear in Pittsburgh. And Gary, wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. You know, I've really spent uh, a large part of my work career there. I have a lot of great relationships and friends that still work there. So it really is a shock to the, the city, and they will be very much missed. Yes. Well, we talked for a minute about Greg Babe. Greg Babe, um, you know, was the CEO of All Bear in North America and other areas, Gary, I can't remember. Was he just North America or where else when he was CEO? Yeah, he was North America, CEO of North America, and also, you know, served for a while as the president of of bare material science across the United States as well. So he really had a, a really pivotal role in the organization, really making it competitive, you know, in the United States. So really a strong supporter of Pittsburgh and a, a great advocate of, of persons with disabilities finding competitive employment. Yes. And um, I just think the world of him and we have uh, been friends for a long time. And as Gary said, a major advocate of seeing people with disabilities employed and, you know, rise in their career. And as my years went on of, you know, next year, hard to believe it will be the 25th anniversary of Bender Consulting Services, as it will be the 30th anniversary of the signing of the Americas with Disabilities Act. Before, throughout my career, I must say, other than, of course, established, uh, companies that I work with, you listeners all know that my company 
works to recruit and place people with disabilities in competitive areas such as IT, finance, engineering, um, and we're always looking for people, you know, so always go to our website if you are seeking employment. But what I wanted to say is that through these years and even into till today, I'll go to a company and sometimes they will say, Joyce, we just can't hire people without work experience. If they had work experience, then we would hire the person. Well, you know, if 70% of people with disabilities are not even counted in the workforce with double the unemployment rate, of course, there aren't going to be all these people with work experience. And I remember telling that story to Greg and Greg saying, you know what, I want you to meet with Gary Dick. See, Gary Dick was also the CIO uh, at Bare Material Science and then Cavestro and wanted me to meet with, with Gary because he just, with Gary's leadership skills and his commitment to excellence in the workplace, but that includes all people, you know, with all abilities, including people with disabilities, you know, talk to him about this barrier. So I met with Gary and I told him about this horrible uh, barrier and how people with disabilities, you know, weren't being able to find employment. And Gary, if you don't mind sharing how careers to be came into existence and how that worked to break down that barrier. Thanks, Joyce. I do still remember that meeting in my office in Building 16 where we mm-hmm. had that conversation about that barrier. And it it really seemed so obvious at the time to us that they just needed to have a, a chance to demonstrate their skills and abilities. And I remember us discussing, well, what if we could just find a person to come in for a year, work at Bear, get experience, and at the end of that year, you know, we would either find a role for them at Bear, they could bid on open jobs and, and see if they're a good fit for what we had available, or you could place them, you know, somewhere in the marketplace, uh, preferably in the city of Pittsburgh, and we'd try that out. And I remember how supportive Greg was to go ahead and, yeah, let's go ahead and try this and see how it works. And in 2007, we, we placed our first careers-to-be candidate. And, of course, careers-to-be stands for... Uh, Fair and Bender, you know, finding people competitive employment. And it was a great success. I remember Dennis was our first candidate, and he graduated and, and found a good job. And we just decided to take it from there and just one role at a time. And pretty soon, you know, we're 12 years later and still going strong with careers to be and expanding it to other organizations. So it's really exciting to see the progress since 2007. It is really exciting. Um, And Gary, you know, that became known nationally because what a great workforce idea. It's two businesses working together to come up with this workforce opportunity. Uh, People with disabilities, as Gary said, you know, work for Bender on contract, on site at a company uh, and for one year. And at the end of one year, if there isn't a position at that company, they are then marketed into the community, the business community. But now the difference was 
I have one year of experience from Bear. I have one year of experience from Highmark. No longer is this battle of you don't have any work experience. I mean, it's great for everyone. It really is. It's great for the company, the employee, uh, the community, you know, and it is breaking down that barrier in a way that is positive from a business standpoint for the company. And Gary, I also think, and tell me your opinion, I also think it helps break down barriers at companies with managers. That's absolutely correct, Joyce. One of the, the struggles we had is getting managers to take that first step to hire somebody with a disability. There's always these concerns about how will they fit in with the team? Will I have to make all these expensive accommodations? Or, you know, will they be able to do the work that I have, you know, ready for them and available? And I feel like, you know, much of this is just overcoming the, the culture at the company and getting them comfortable and working with people with disabilities. And careers to be is a great opportunity for this because you're, you're making a one-year commitment. As Joyce said earlier, the person remains a, a Bender employee, you know, contracted to, to the company, whether in that case it was Bear or now it's, it's Highmark or, you know, half a dozen other organizations that Joyce has expanded this program to. And at the end of the year, there's, there's really no commitment. The contract ends and, if there's not a good fit at the company, that's fine. The person has a year of experience and they're marketed and we've got a you know almost a hundred percent placement rate, you know, uh you know, throughout the program, which is almost unheard of in the in the marketplace when you think about programs that are available for people to become engaged. And during that time, you know, they've acquired some really great market skills and one of the barriers we had is not only the lack of experience but also people often didn't interview well for their first job because they didn't have any really relevant experience to talk about. That made them very nervous. And now through the program, they've got some really good items that they can discuss during the interview, come across a lot more confident and a lot more sure of themselves. And, you know, they're actually excited to talk about the experiences they've had and how they can contribute to the new company. And, you know, even so, we've had... It, it bear, you know, probably 20, 30, 40% of the people different years were placed within bear. We've actually probably have a higher placement rate at Highmark, probably closer to 50% of the people are placed, you know, at Highmark, you know, during the program. And so really great opportunity to create a really strong pipeline and it builds the right culture in the organization, both at the management level and at their peers where they become really advocates of the program because they've seen the success of of placing people with disabilities in the workplace. Right. And, you know, um, at the end of that time period, the hiring manager replaces that person with another person. So, in other words, if that person is not hired somewhere in the company, um, that position is, is then refilled with another vendor employee. I remember at bear how Gary had that set up with the transition time I mean it was just worked perfectly and now it is exploding just as Gary said and I'm going to tell you more about that but right now we have to go to break if you just joined us I am talking to Gary Dick the chief information officer at Highmark and a disability leader for employment 
in the United States. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Gary. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. For those in leadership positions with corporations, governments, nonprofits, and educational institutions, please pay attention. Are you aware that 10 to 15% of your potential clients are unable to use your websites properly? At AudioEye, an advanced technology has been created that eliminates accessibility issues and levels the playing field for all. Make the Internet a meaningful resource for millions of more people. Go to AudioEye.com. More accessible, more usable, more people. Call on AudioEye today. Visit AudioEye.com. At Highmark, we believe what makes us different makes us better. Our differences broaden our perspectives and foster diverse skills which complement each other, creating a stronger and more vibrant workforce. It's this belief that earned us recognition by the USBLN and the American Association of People with Disabilities as a 2014 Disability Equality Index Best Place to Work. So we'll continue to celebrate diverse individuals because inclusion benefits us all. To find out more, visit Highmark.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Disability Matters. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, if you just joined us, we're talking to Gary Dick, the Chief Information Officer at Highmark, a real disability leader when it comes to employment for people with disabilities using innovation in business and Gary now you're at Highmark oh and you know how I love Highmark I always say you know people think I work for Highmark because I love this company so much and am so close to the leadership at the company Um, but I thought you could tell a little bit about how this program is being incorporated at Highmark uh, and Gateway and Allegheny Health Network. Absolutely, Joyce. As you mentioned earlier, Highmark has been a great supporter of Bender over the years, you know, from the very beginning. And it's just been a pleasure for me to work there and continue to expand the commitment of the organization to hiring people with disabilities. And one of the things I noticed, you know, several years ago when I joined Highmark is that they've had a number of people, you know, from your organization, Joyce, and and other organizations, and they've been there for a very long time. And we were thinking about, you know, how can we expand the reach and actually create an environment in the city of Pittsburgh where we bring more people with disabilities into the workforce? You know, we were talking earlier about, 
you know, there's such a shortage of, of technical resources in the Pittsburgh marketplace that it seems like all these companies are trading resources and people are moving, but we're not doing a great job of bringing in developing more talent. And careers to be just proved to be a great opportunity for that. So as Highmark sets aside, you know, over the years, 20, 30, 40, you know, positions throughout the, the Highmark Health Enterprise for people with disabilities to enter into the workplace, I just feel like every year now we're able to increase the overall, you know, talent in the city of Pittsburgh and make these people available for not only Highmark, but for other companies within the marketplace. And Highmark has just been a real leader in this space over the last number of years and really more recently getting excited to see how, you know, how Allegheny Health Network is adopting the program and, you know, Cindy Hunterpeen and, and David Holmberg and the entire leadership team have just been fantastic supporters of hiring people with disabilities. It's, it's been a real honor and pleasure to work with them and, and the rest of the leadership team as we expand this program. Well, you have really um, cemented this in the plan in Highmark. For example, you have uh, Lisa, Cla- Lisa Kraus. Lisa Krauss, who is the uh, in your IT area in management, but also is the careers to be lead and calls all the other managers and talks to them. And what is amazing to me is that even at Highmark, now your new CFO, Sarab, also wants to be part of careers to be in the finance and accounting area. And of course, they already are in procurement. And they have also done work in the actuary area. And I really think that speaks volumes about the ability of this to spread across the organization. And as you said, Gateway and Allegheny Health Network. And, you know, the thing is, it's because the people are successful. The people with disabilities are successful. And this is a way to break down the fear that some people have. Now, I have to admit, at Highmark, the culture is very open and, you know, much more welcoming. But still, there are always new managers hired, and not everyone has worked with people with disabilities before. But this careers-to-be program is so well-known at Highmark. Uh, and, And, Gary, I would have to say it has just been become part of the fabric of the organization. When you say so? Oh, absolutely. Like I said, the leadership team has really adopted this. And, you know, each year when we think about setting goals, and we actually, you know, Joyce, you remember we have an annual dinner to celebrate the progress we've made each year, occurs to be. And there's a significant number of executives that take time out of their schedules to, to join the dinner, and then we invite not only all the active careers to be candidates, you know, at Highmark to attend, but also we encourage alumni that have, you know, graduated through the program at Highmark and then are off, you know, pursuing careers in other companies to actually come back to the dinner as well. You know, David Holmberg regularly attends the, the dinner as well as other leaders. And it's just great to hear, you know, some of the folks talk about not only the success that they're having in their current time at Highmark, but also we get to hear them share, you know, some of the success from other companies 
and also uh, folks that have moved on to other roles within the Highmark enterprise. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, Gary. I forgot about that. Um, as Gary said, there is a dinner every year, uh, later in the year, celebrating careers to be, inviting the hiring managers, uh, the employees and executives from the company. And uh, which this is what he was talking about with the CEO attending, David Holmberg. But that is really a great celebration, seeing people that have gained quality of life and dignity through gaining employment. Um, I just love that event. I, I love that dinner. Um, and, and someday, Gary, we will fill out the auditorium. Absolutely. I think just this last year, you know, for the entire careers to be, you know, on a national level, we just celebrated, you know, this year having, you know, more than 100 people now, you know, graduating through the program. So that was a very exciting milestone for the careers to be program, you know, nationally since 2007. And so it was a real joy to celebrate that with the leadership at Highmark during that dinner. And you could just tell the enthusiasm for everybody being a part of that milestone. Right. And Gary, for people listening to the show, uh, what companies listening to the show, what advantages do you see for the hiring company and the sponsor company with careers to be? Yeah, just a quick reflection on the program. So sponsor companies are, are the companies that, you know, they set aside that position for a year, you know, to bring somebody with a disability in to work, gain experience. And then, you know, oftentimes that person will find a role within the sponsor company. But then we also have companies, you know, that have to rally around, you know, that sponsor company so that if there's not a right fit at the sponsor company, there's other organizations that are ready to hire those folks with that year of experience and then have a very open culture to person with disabilities and then engage them in the workforce so they can have a successful and growing career at that company as well. And so I just see the sponsorship company, they're making a stronger commitment. I, I often see that, you know, the managers are very enthusiastic and very open, and you start to change the culture through the organization. But I also find out that some of the hiring companies, you know, our goal is to have great experiences where they're bringing these people into their organization so that they'll later on consider also becoming a sponsor company. And over the years, we've seen a number of organizations that we've talked to, you know, move from a hiring company to a sponsor company and just, you know, duplicate the program at, at their organizations as well. Yeah, and that is so true. And I also want to say that sometimes, as I said before, with a new company, for example, they um, when you talk to them about hiring people with disabilities, which always amazes me, by the way, when a company says to me, oh, Joyce, we need to start hiring people with disabilities, and I have to tell them, oh, but you already have. They're working here right now. They have... Uh, a mental health disability, depression, bipolar disorder, uh, or they have epilepsy, as I do, or they have uh, MS, diabetes, I could go on and on, hard of hearing, it's just they're not telling you. But, needless to say, so a company doesn't know that, and they'll say, Joyce, we want to start hiring people with disabilities. You know what? 
this Careers to Be program is a great introduction. It really is. And if you're listening to the show and you're anywhere in the United States, you've got to contact us uh, because this is such a great program. And you have to share this show with other people. And again, Spotify, Apple, just go to podcast and you will be able to hear the show. But I agree with you, Gary. Um, I think there are so many benefits to the company. And what a great thing that people with disabilities have a way of gaining experience. So, Gary, you are the CEO at Highmark. Um, and maybe you could share with our listeners what you do, what your role is at the organization. Absolutely, Joyce. Yeah, as the CIO at Highmark, I have responsibility for the, the IT you know, environment. And we have that broken into two main components. We have our Allegheny Health Network, which is our provider, you know, hospital network. And then we also have the, the payer or the insurance side of the organization. And so the exciting thing for, for me in this position is, you know, we're building a, an integrated IDFS, you know, to, to really provide, you know, a great experience for, for those seeking healthcare. And so as we talked earlier, Highmark Vision is, is a world that embraces health, so we want to create great health experiences and freeing people to be their best and make the, you know, the experience of gaining health care, you know, really easy and simple. And we also want to make sure that as people, you know, think more about their health, they can actually lead healthier lifestyles. So not only just with the employees, but also the community. And so really enjoying my time to be able to work with hospitals and the insurance company to create a new health experience. And there's a lot of technology that we're, we're using through analytics and, and also the use of, you know, Epic at the hospitals and, and building out some, some very nice analytical platforms and helping the actuaries, you know, with their platforms as well. So there's a lot of exciting things as we think more about digital and putting more technology in the hands of our patients and also in our members so they can have a better health experience. Um, so, Gary, how large is this organization that you're talking about? Well, yeah, we're talking about, you know, $18, $18 billion in revenue or so, and we're talking about 40,000 or so people, uh, many of them focused in, in western and central Pennsylvania, but we also, you know, provide services to people in Delaware and West Virginia as well. And so there's, you know, eight hospitals that we own, and then we have multiple partners you know, in other areas of the states as well. And so part of the Highmark is part of the Blue Cross Blue Shield, you know, national association. And so we have a very broad reach. And then, you know, we also have uh, a lot of focus on, on dental insurance and you know, have, you know, the Department of Defense military contracts for dental insurance as well. So there's just a, a lot of exciting things going on at, at the Highmark Enterprise. Right, and so you don't just handle work in Pittsburgh. This would include all these other facilities. Absolutely, absolutely. And one thing that we're really proud of is that, you know, we've had an insurance platform that's been available for for our Highmark Health Plan, and over the past number of years, we've been, you know, licensing that to other organizations as well. So there's several other across the field, you know, organizations that are now, 
operating their insurance business on our technology platform. So that's been a really exciting way to, you know, expand the influence and reach of Highmark, you know, into other areas outside of, of Delaware, West Virginia, and, and Pennsylvania, and be able to help other organizations, you know, conduct business at a higher level. Right. And, you know, uh, what you may have heard me say AHN or Gary when he was talking about this, Allegheny Health Network includes, of course, Allegheny General Hospital. And the CEO of Allegheny Health Network is Cindy Hunderfeen. I just want to say, wow, I mean, this person is awesome. So Highmark also has this hospital, and it is a great hospital. So just as Gary indicated, so many different lines of service. You know, Highmark is not just an insurance company. They have so many other lines of service and that just, and products, and that just makes Highmark so awesome. I have to say, Gary, they've come a long way from Blue Cross of Western Pennsylvania. Oh, that's absolutely the case. And I think we're just feeling that, that you know, the more influence we can have in, in the marketplace, the more we can help people lead healthy lifestyles and, there's a lot of it, energy and excitement on, you know, creating a way for people to, to live and sustain a healthier lifestyle. And having the insurance company as well as the hospital network is really going to allow Highmark to, to work with, with one another, you know, with those two organizations and really create a great member experience. My last question, Gary, as CIO, what what do you look for when you hire people with disabilities? Of course, in addition to the skills that you're looking for, uh, what 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 traits do you look for in people? Well, I think Joyce, you and I talked talked about this in the past over the years, and you know, one, we're looking for you know a strong level of responsibility and accountability. You know, looking for people that are really committed to the organization and looking to do their best work and really follow the goals of the organization as well as, you know, folks that are committed to their own development. And one of the things that, that's really important, especially for a, a new hire, is demonstrating initiative. Really looking for people to take initiative to, to help the organization move forward. So it's, it's one thing when you have a supervisor telling somebody exactly what to do, and then the person responds by doing it. That's good. But what we're really looking for people to do is to think and look for opportunities to make a difference without being told. And and one of the things, you know, if you're overcoming a disability, you, know, you have to be thinking a little bit differently. There's a degree of creativity that maybe you have to take into account that, that others don't and really looking for folks to apply that energy to the workplace. And that's been a really powerful, you know, powerful motivator for a lot of the folks with disabilities, and they've really come up with some creative ideas to help us move the organization forward. Wow, Gary, boy, you're right on point, because uh, before we go to break, I have to tell all of you a book that I had my <clears throat> staff read in our management area was How to Be a Star at Work by Robert Kelly. And guess what? The number one trait or characteristic or skill that they found made someone successful, and by the way, he was uh, a teacher at Carnegie Mellon, was guess what? Initiative. So you're right on point there, Gary. But right now, we have to go to break. 
If you just joined us, we are talking to one of my favorite people, Gary Dick, the Chief Information Officer at Highmark and a leader in the disability employment area. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. For those in leadership positions with corporations, governments, nonprofits, and educational institutions, please pay attention. Are you aware that 10 to 15% of your potential clients are unable to use your websites properly? At AudioEye, an advanced technology has been created that eliminates accessibility issues and levels the playing field for all. Make the Internet a meaningful resource for millions of more people. Go to AudioEye.com. More accessible, more usable, more people. Call on AudioEye today. Visit AudioEye.com. At Highmark, we believe what makes us different makes us better. Our differences broaden our perspectives and foster diverse skills which complement each other, creating a stronger and more vibrant workforce. It's this belief that earned us recognition by the USBLN and the American Association of People with Disabilities as a 2014 Disability Equality Index Best Place to Work. So we'll continue to celebrate diverse individuals because inclusion benefits us all. To find out more, visit Highmark.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to Disability Matters. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome back, everyone. If you just joined us, we've been talking to Gary Dick, the Chief Information Officer at Highmark and a real leader in the area of employment for people with disabilities. So if you just joined us and you want to hear the entire show, easy. Go to Spotify or Apple, Put go to podcast and put in Disability Matters with Joyce Bender and you will see all the shows listed and share it with other people. So Gary, I wanted to ask you, uh, about the support of the leadership at Highmark in this area. Um, how, how does that support help you see careers to be succeed? Absolutely, Joy. So one of the things I really appreciate about Highmark is that they're all about the community. So they're, they're not only about increasing people's health and, and making a better health experience, they're really about influencing, influencing the communities that, where they, you know, conduct business in a positive way. And that's all the way from David Holmberg, his entire leadership team, down through, you know, many of the directors and, and managers. And because of that support, you know, it's been great. So, you know, sometimes it's hard 
you know, when you're the CIO, you can and change things and maybe in the world of IT. And we've brought a lot of people through IT, you know, with disabilities so we could help them get competitive employment and further their careers. But at Highmark, you not only see people in the IT world, but you see them in human resources, you see them in, in finance, you see them in actuaries, you see them in procurement, and we're seeing them in the Allegheny Health Network. And so, you know, the leadership team and, and David Holmberg have really been vocal about the idea that they want to really have more people with disabilities coming to Highmark and viewing that you know, Highmark as a great place to work and, and build their careers. And that's not only, you know, help those individuals, but it also helped change the culture and, and create a whole new avenue of talent, you know, coming through the organization. So I really feel like the long-term commitment that Highmark has to the disabilities community you know, really makes it, you know, not only a lot easier to attract and develop that talent, but also makes it a better place to work because of the diversity of thought and the diversity of experience that we have as a result of, you know, having a, a more open culture to people with disabilities. Right. I have a story I've told before, uh, but I have to tell this story again. David Holmberg, the CEO, every year I have a holiday breakfast with the CEO. And so two years ago, I went up to see David and I went to sit down and he came in and the first thing he said to me was, you know, Joyce, I don't see enough wheelchairs and I don't see enough people signing and I don't see enough service dogs. What do we have to do to work with you to see more people with disabilities hired? And I said, oh, my goodness, David. If everyone in the United States asked me that, wouldn't it be a wonderful world? Actually, he is the only CEO that has started a meeting asking me that question. Yeah, Joyce, I want to see more people who are blind, deaf, wheelchairs. He went through all this. I couldn't believe it. Well, now, fast forward to this last December holiday meeting. What do we have to do, Joyce, to continue to increase the number of people we see on site here from careers to be. So, I mean, you know, that's so unusual. Now, Karen Hanlon is the same way. You know, every time I talk to her, she's wanting to know, gee, I don't see enough deaf people here. We used to have more deaf people here. You know, what do we have to do to get more deaf people hired? Then I go to Cindy Hunderfing. Oh, I want to be like David. What do we have to do to get like 10 people hired? Oh, because I forgot that. The other thing David said, most important, I apologize for this, is he said, I want you to send me 10 resumes and I want to see those people hired. And he's on a roll right now. Imagine this, CEO. I mean, it's just mind boggling. And that is how Highmark is and Deb Wrights Johnson, same way, Kane Haynes, Gateway, same way. I mean, I'll be honest, I've never seen this. Even when I talk to other people in the United States, even disability leaders like Tony Coelho or Ted Kennedy, Dora Bush, I have never seen this before. And boy, Gary, it makes a lot of difference when the support comes from the top, doesn't it? 
Oh, absolutely. You know, every organization, I believe, that's made a great strides in hiring people with disabilities and, and developing them over the years and helping them be promotion eligible, you know, really requires a lot of leadership because there's barriers that do need to be overcome and, and strong leadership is what's needed to overcome those barriers. So this year, what are you trying to do as your goal this year uh, for careers to be at Highmark, Gary? Well, we've, we sat down, you know, we've had a, a couple goals over the years. We started out with a goal of, of 10 people per year, and then we upped that to, to 25, and then we went to 40. And, and this year we're hoping to see, you know, 50 people, you know, hired into the program through Careers to Be. So as we pointed out before, it took, you know, 10, 12 years to get the first 100, and now we're at the point where we're, we're looking to put 50 people a year through the program. So it's really exciting how it's taken off at Highmark and also some of the other companies across the United States, Joyce. So what we thought was an amazing goal at one point in time of, you know, I remember back in 2007, we thought if we could someday get 100 people through the program, that would be phenomenal. And now we're thinking, oh, my gosh, 100. We could probably see 500 people go through this program. And it's just really exciting to think about, the idea of changing 500 lives and the, the lives of 500 family members, you know, when you think about, you know, having competitive employment and a career and a livelihood. And, you know, you've shared with me many times the difference a job can make, you know, in the family, not only from the self-esteem, but also the ability to have a car and buy a house and, you know, get married, raise a family. And so thinking about that in 500 families is just, you know, really exciting. Changes lives. I always say the only way you're ever free in this country is when you have competitive employment because you can't buy a car, you can't go on vacation. You really cannot live the American dream until you have employment. Not to mention a very important thing, dignity. That feeling of respect. You know, the first question everyone asks, what is your name? Number two, what do you do? And it's a very sad day when you have to say, well, I sit at home, you know, well, I'm unemployed. You know, how great it is to say, I have this great job at Highmark. Wow. What a difference that makes, not only for the person, but for their family. So, Gary, I'm thinking, wow, you, you really are a wonderful person, Gary. You really are. I'm blessed to know you. But you have so, you're smart, you're successful, you're professional, you have great leadership skills, you have a great heart, uh, you know, you have great integrity. So here's my question Who is or was your role model? You know, it's, it's so funny you ask that because we just talked about Greg Babe earlier on the show and. You know, Greg was a leader at Bear when, when I was coming up through the management ranks. And I remember when I was a manager and, and started spending some time with Greg and how influential you know, he was on, you know, my own development as a as a career and also as I you know proceeded to become a director and then a vice president and Greg just spent a lot of time with me, not only teaching me a lot about leadership and especially global leadership because we, we spent a lot of time working with Germany and in some of the Asian countries, but also really, you know, helped me understand the importance of giving back to the community. And, and as you know, Greg was very passionate about, 
you know, helping people with disability community and, and that, you know, rubbed off on me as he gave me opportunities to lead teams and, and hire people. And it's just been a, a remarkable career at Bear that's led to a great career at Highmark. And I'm really grateful for his, you know, mentorship and involvement in my career and in my life as well. So, you know, big shout out to Greg and thanks for all the, the energy and the effort he put into developing me as a leader. Well, what a great role model. What a great role model. Gary, I think it's important for everyone. I must tell people with disabilities, you know, you need a mentor, you need a leader, uh, you need to get involved knowing people at a leadership level. Don't you think that's uh, good advice? Oh, absolutely, Joyce. I think it's, it's just really important that, you know, everybody is involved with mentoring, coaching, and developing somebody. And they also have a couple people in their lives that they can, you know, look to for support and guidance and, and that mentorship relationship. So I just think that's a really important part of all of our development. So, Gary, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? You know, Joyce, we talk a lot about, you know, the, the importance of, of having an open culture towards people with disabilities. And, you know, I've often talked about the most important thing is to get started, to hire somebody. And I really believe the Careers to Be program provides a great low-risk entryway to do that. And I just encourage all of our listeners, you know, if you have the ability to hire somebody in your organization, reach out to Bender and, and contact Joyce and set up an introduction to the program. And not only will it open up a, a vehicle to bring some talented individuals into your organization, but it will really help change the culture within your organization making it much more open to the hiring of people with disabilities. And, and you'll find a, you know, a great amount of talent out there that's really not being leveraged by, by corporate America that we really need to, to leverage going forward so our businesses can be successful. Yeah, Gary, thank you for saying that because, you know, to businesses listening to the show, just so you know, you have this untapped labor pool. Hiring people with disabilities is not about charity. It's about a good business decision. It's about return on investment. And recent studies done at Rutgers University have shown that companies that participate in the Disability Equality Index or Disability Inclusion are four times more profitable than their peers that do not four times. And you know what that means? Hiring people with disabilities is a good business decision. Gary, thank you so much for being our guest today. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Joyce. So we end every show with a quote. And today the quote is from C.S. Lewis, who said, true humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. We are the leader in live Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com.